Hey there, True News. This episode of True News is sponsored by Surfshark. Yes. He warned me off for that. Yeah, we sure. did it. What yeah. we did a take. Well, you don't show them anyway. You don't only do multiple takes. No, it's all, it's all like that, man. Just it's all like that. Yeah. Yeah. Boris is pointing in that. Yeah. He, he does a lot of that. Yeah. Download Surfshark. Don't download Surfshark. We actually should download Surfshark. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because it's Go bloody ahead. great. Yeah. A lot of you have probably already seen on YouTube Surfshark is a great product. But why? Surfshark is an app and browser extension. What does it allow you to do, Lawrence? It allows you to place your laptop or computer or device any anywhere in the world say you want to go somewhere else because say you're fucking sick of covid like kim kardashian did right she just opted out yeah. she went i'm just gonna hire somewhere else she would have needed a vpn you can do that digitally say you're all done with netflix in the uk i've been done with netflix in the uk for quite a while now i'm, I'm so sad i've watched everything on there now. literally i'm done right yeah but i want to go somewhere else Log on to Surfshark. I'm in the US suddenly. I can watch US. Literally, the closest thing I get to a holiday now is going to France, Netflix-wise. On a VPN. Mm. Yeah, genuinely. I'm Brian's, going to France today, I tell myself. I walk in, he's got garlic around his neck, he's got a stripy shirt and a little beret on. I'm just yeah. going, Brian, what are you doing? He goes, my name is not Brian anymore. It's my brilliant. name is Brian. You can also use it to unblock content. So say there's some content you really want to get hold on, but it's geolocked to a certain location. Yeah, I see that on Twitter where you're like, this is not available in your, your location. Area. I'm like, fuck! Just log in. Cool, five seconds later... You You've got the content. I'm not saying that the Premier League is too expensive right now. Probably not the example to use. But, but it's really expensive. It. No, right. this is this is completely irrelevant. Right. I'm just saying it is really expensive. Just a random. And it's just point. a random thing. To this say is a random way through. Point. Right. It's got nothing to do with having a VPN. Right. There completely no... unrelated. That just come to my head. Just came out. Start nowhere. Nothing to do with it. You do the math. And while you're busy doing the math, it can also encrypt your data. So say you don't want someone tracking what you're doing online. It's encrypted. You're not a fan of the government looking at what you're doing. Encrypt that shit. And say you want a really good offer for that. Where would you get that, Jordy? Right here, of course. What by clicking the link in the description? Absolutely. And then putting in code Jordy at checkout to yeah. get eighty three percent off. And then an extra three months free. You'd have to double check that. It seems too good to be true, Lawrence. To be honest, it did For seem once, too When I was reading it, it was. For once in life. It just is there. Go click the link in the description. Please use code Geordie because it reminds them that we were sending you there. They realise that we've sent you and you get a great deal. And then we can pay it to make more true news. And I may say that it is a bit incoherent of the, uh, the uh, right honourable gentleman opposite to attack uh, local lockdowns when he wants to plunge the whole country, uh, to the whole country back into a damaging lockdown uh, for weeks on end, and he has no clue about how he would propose to get the country out of that. Well, I thought it was quite good. Look. You disliked it, Lawrence. No, we didn't. It was an accidental hit. Look. <laughs> Which way do we oh, go, guys? Oh, good old Randolph and his Pokemon cards. Pandemic's about to hit. Gotta catch them all. One day us creators are going to be asked by the children of tomorrow, mm. what were you doing during a pandemic mm. to raise awareness of what's going on? Well, or a early pack, or a woman to a pack. That's, a, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah. Can't really hate you. How many people mate. are watching? 34,000. Boris Johnson's doing his speech in about five minutes. Yeah. Imagine he starts his speech like that. He goes, it's good news. <laughs> I've just packed a Charizard. <laughs> what would you do if Boris uh, came out dressed for Halloween and went, got you? Oh, yeah. you thought we were going back in the lockdown. I fooled you. Yeah. Would've you should have seen your faces! Yeah. Press conference delayed, no longer expected at 1700.
Right, awkward that, isn't it? This is how Boris Johnson rules. We should, we should have a plan ready by four. Well, no, he goes... Well, you say four. He says, meet, meet at four, drinks at five, <laughs> announcement at six. He that, comes out with a pint, he just pops it on the lectern and goes, right, let's get this over with. Isn't it ironic, though? Boris Johnson is organising a lockdown because he was too late to react last time. Right. And now he's late for the meeting. Yeah. For the actual second lockdown. Well, there's important things going on. It's Whitehall. One hour later... Shame that I really wanted that go on longer. when that beat dropped. Much, much, much later. We're trying to fucking record a video. Boris can't even stick there with. Oh God! Can there be anyone with faith in this man left in the UK? He can't even turn up to an appointment on time. Do you know how basic that is? Even I can do that. Syphilis is debilitating. Well, it's a tooth mm. out, actually. Yeah. But do you think Boris is having second thoughts? Apparently, it's now six thirty. A little longer than a few minutes later. I'm going to stop you, Chris. Here they are. How late was he? I'd say two hours, 50 minutes, roughly late. Originally, we started at four. Ironic. Boris late to act. Never in the world. Uh, uh. And now, a party political broadcast from the Conservative Party. Look at I think he's looking for his pen or something there. When he's I think he's in. looking for his compassion for the nation. Good evening, and apologies for disturbing your Saturday evening with more news of COVID. Instantly, that fucks me off. You're not disturbing our evening. Mm. What well, years? You're about to change our fucking whole country's life, mate. Yeah. And I can assure you, I wouldn't do this unless it was absolutely necessary. But first, I'm going to hand over to Chris and then to Patrick, who will present the latest data. I've never heard someone say data with such, like, mm, poise. You know what I mean? Panache. As if it's good news. From Mr. Scientist Bobblehead. This is the guy who basically told us we were all going to be pretty much fine, apart from, like, 0.001%. This is a version of a slide that um, listeners and watchers may have seen several times before. Just be clear, yes, this is one of the most important things we're going to see on TV. TV's shite at the best of times. Yeah. They can't even get the fucking thing in place. you got God. words getting cut off at the side. Who thought of this? Can you not at least make sure that the fucking numbers are on the slide? In the UK, we're very used to seeing certain colours meaning certain things. Right. You know, green is generally good. Yeah. Red means bad, you know. Mm. What does purple mean? What is khaki? Ka- khaki? Sort of a brownie what, kind what, of why they brown, brown is we've shit the bed here fuck that's brown <laughs> anything in brown or yellow the rate is increasing the darker the color the more rapid the rate of increase and again across virtually the entire country now there is a significant rate of increase. This is the daily case rate, and we're not actually testing everyone, so a lot of this is estimations. Right. So we just got to hope they guess right. Not only that, but we don't know whether it's higher or probably lower than this, and a lot of people are actually probably saying higher, and the government just didn't listen when we thought it was a bit higher. So my barber needed a, a, a COVID test to right. keep his business open. He had to drive two hours to get one, but apparently they now know... To the household. The thing which correlates most with future NHS capacity is the spread in people over the age of 60. The majority of uh, the disease 
that causes really severe disease uh, is in that age group. The old people just can't fight it off and they haven't been protected adequately. And the reason uh, now that less old people are actually dying is because a lot of the old people that were quite sort of, say, should we say, susceptible to it, gone. They're you know not why? Here. Coronavirus. Yeah. So, but the point he's making, it's as if older people are more likely to get it. It's not yeah. that. As if the virus goes, mm, there's one. I'll have one of yeah. them. I mean, mate, half of these words aren't even on the fucking screen. Estimated, I'm guessing that says. Well, probably. Or that could say guesstimate. So you don't know. We're looking at graphs of numbers that they themselves have made up. When you're making serious decisions, you want hard facts, don't You'd you? Like you don't want, well, we think. Data from the uh, ONS, the Office for National Statistics, which is the official data. Yeah, when you hear official, <laughs> think kind of questionable. Uh, these heat maps... Uh, go from left to right over time. What the fuck is this, man? Look, I'm sure that there's method to whatever they're showing us here, but surely there's a more understandable way for the regular people watching at home to look at this and go, all right, this is what this means then. Come on now, folks. Look at it. How, how much do you like your toast on? What do you like your toast? <laughs> do you like it dark over here it's, or do you like it light It literally there? is that. It does look that. What shade do you like your tea, love? There is a rise in virtually every age group in older adults basically anyone over the age of 45. And this is uh, obviously going up, not in a straight line, but in, a, uh, in an accelerating line. A lot of the regular people who I know day to day are terrified now because of the way the radio, the TV, everything's COVID, COVID, COVID. COVID. Just look at the actual data. 85-year-olds around there, they're getting hospitalised because of COVID. Right. And under 45, virtually non-existent. Well, the average age of a COVID death is about 82. But the reason I'm asking, Brian, is why would they need to guess? The track and trace system in Britain is infallible. They told us this was the best. But it's the best in the world. No, they said when they set this out we'll spend hundreds of millions on this and it will be the best in the world Boris's, do you know why I can say that because my friends have promised me that Boris's mates were the ones who implemented it and it's it took a lot of money well, now, I suppose it that's... turns out it's, it's really useless yeah they put NHS on it but it doesn't it's not really the NHS well, no, no, no. it's companies using the NHS to get us to trust it but it's not actually the NHS well no it's foolproof because no. it's made in Britain we're the best no, country in the world no, we, we no. pay our taxes here it's obviously. terrible yeah, it's, it's a waste of time mate. right uh, brilliant it's, it's been a complete spunk load of money up the wall Right. <laughs> Doesn't sound like Boris. <laughs> uh, you can see it was still falling in August. Uh, in September, initially flat, and then a very gradual increase in numbers. But now it is going up steadily on an exponential curve. Again. But this is the thing. We're in flu season right now. Mm. And obviously, a lot of people think that COVID is infecting people who would have otherwise potentially had flu. What I would like to do is see that contrasted with the normal spike that we get at this point every single year mm-hmm. in NHS beds from people struggling with flu. I'd like to see that. Right. To see... Is this normal or is this not normal? Wow. Because I've heard from nurses personally, and I'm not saying that these numbers right. are, are not worth listening to, but that it is very normal at this time of year to see an increase. But they're not giving us that context. What they're saying is, be afraid and be very afraid. I just want a bit more information than this. Right. Well, Do you know what I mean? Because right now, all we're getting cross. is, you know, things get worse in the NHS in October, and that, from what I understand, traditionally is normal. I'm not saying that means we've got nothing to worry about. We're just not getting enough information. Looking at individual hospitals, NHS hospitals. I know there's a lot of people out there who think we're just anti-Tory. Yeah, anti-Tory, or yeah. You, you caught me. I'm a bit more in the middle of the road than you are, right? But yeah. regardless, no one can look at this and think that we're informing the public adequately. No. Surely. Come on, Boris. My, no one can read this shit. Boris, this looks closer to a game of battleships than it does to any sort of useful information, <laughs> all right? I'll hand back to you, Prime Minister. Oh, th- thank you very much, uh, Patrick, and thanks, Chris. Boris Johnson there, shocked that someone would hand back to him. Oh, 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 I'm awake now. I'm absolutely in the room. Thank you very much, Patrick. Uh, look, I'm afraid no responsible Prime Minister can ignore the message of those figures. And You've been ignored! 
more in them. Neither you, Boris, can ignore the, the message of these figures. Yeah. A responsible prime minister wouldn't ignore them. And nor will I. Sage were telling them stuff in September. <laughs> when I told you two weeks ago that we were pursuing a local and a regional approach to tackling this virus, I believed then and I still believe passionately that was the right thing to do. Evidently not. <laughs> You've been proven that it wasn't. Yeah, literally. That was definitely the right thing to do. You've literally just told us through graphs and all the other information from the two scientists that you just said you endorse on either side of you have just said, it didn't fucking work, Boris. We know the cost of these restrictions, the damage they do, the impact on jobs and on livelihoods. <laughs> I love the fact that we know the cost on... Um, Oh, oh, jobs um, and um, what's the other one? Now? Livelihoods. Livelihoods. Same thing. Yeah. You can't even list what they're going to do to people. Yeah. How about the delays to people getting treated for cancer? Mm. The delays for people getting treated for all sorts of things. The mental health issues that mm. are constant. People who just thought that they threw the fucking lockdown last time and are actually getting back to some normality are now going to feel like they've gone 10 steps backwards. Mm. Our hope was that by strong local action, strong local leadership, we could get the rates of infection down. By the way, <laughs> right, terrible. when you say, he's barely said another word, strong local leadership was what these people had. Those leaders were let down by the government of the nation and they continually told us they'd been let down by the conservatives in press conferences, in letters, Did you see the guy meetings. from Manchester right, when he read what they're offering the for the kids? The guy read what they were offering and he thought that they were basically spitting in their face. His face said everything that we need to know about they what the government They didn't even get did. the notifications for when they were supposed to be there for the meetings to have the discussions about what was going to happen to them in their areas. This How do I know this and he's acting like this? And I'm a fucking idiot YouTuber. And you really are. We both, we're idiots. Fucking hell, man. I want to thank uh, the millions of people who've been putting up with these restrictions uh, in their areas for so long. The restrictions though, some of the restrictions, man. You can't get a pint unless you buy a pie. And people actually ex are expected to listen to this clown. No pinty, no pie. Oh, guess what? You've all got to, you've got to go home at 10 o'clock. That's when the bad virus comes out. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? Particularly bad. Yeah, the drunk version of it comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. you wouldn't want to get in rid of yeah, you it. Pissed up COVID. No, yeah. Oh, I tell you. He's pissed off. Oh, belly full of cellar. Yeah. He's a oh. wife feeder. <laughs> and, and let me explain why the overrunning of the NHS would be a medical and a moral disaster. The irony. You went in there, in the ring with the NHS, beat the fuck out of them, and then, and then pat COVID on the back and went, right, you're Ready? in next. Yeah. Knock it out. But well done, Boris. You know what? I'll give him his credit. He did clap for them that time. Oh, yeah. And we all got our image. Let's all clap for them yeah. because they're not getting any fucking pay rises. Exactly, yeah. But you can have a clap. Oh. Every nurse that I've spoken to said you can shove your clap up your... What was it? The medical to us. Colon. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> The huge exponential growth in the number of patients, by no means all of them elderly, by the way, would mean that doctors and nurses would be forced to choose which patients to treat. That's already happening. We've got some figures coming for you, but there's thousands of people who have not had their appointments that they needed for cancer treatment, etc. So for him to act like we're preventing that from happening, no, that's happening. That's already that's been, been happening. happening. Yeah. It's crucial to grasp this, that the general threat to public health comes not from focusing too much on COVID. <laughs> I did think that. I was like, we're focusing too much, man. The big dog. If we let the, the, the lines on those graphs grow in the, the way that they could and the way that they're projected to grow, the risk is that for the first time in our lives, the NHS 
will not be there for us. Is Boris Johnson seriously talking about the NHS not being there for us? I'm sorry, it's Boris. It's a wet dream, though. I wonder, yeah. Has that actually just come out of Boris Johnson's fucking mouth? There's a reason it might not be there for us, Boris. Because you've killed it. You did this job. That's like a hitman turning around and going, there's a corpse in there. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and even if I could now double capacity... Where are all these sassy hand gestures coming from with Boris? Tell me what you think about me. I've got my own cabinet. I've got my own dreams. <laughs> Fuck off. And so now is the time to take action because there is no alternative. The time to take action was at the fucking start, you right. prick, when we actually had a prayer to stop this. Right. It's like putting the brakes on the car after you've crashed. This guy is a fucking clumpet. You must stay at home. You may only leave home for specific reasons, including for education, for work. Let's say if you cannot work from home, for exercise and recreation outdoors with your household or on your own uh, with one person from another household. Ah! I'm going to make really fuzzy rules that people can probably just get around. I knew this was coming. He never ever speaks with like clarity. It's always like your interpretation of what yeah. he's saying. And, and it's always left very grey. Yeah. So are you saying that I could go out feasibly with my partner and my child and mix with someone, one person from another house? Now are you saying that once I've picked that house, then I can't pick another house? Or it can only be one house at a time? Or you're so... Great. I'm afraid non-essential shops, leisure, and entertainment venues will all be closed. Oh. It's like the gym, then, is it? I don't want to make you angry, but <sighs> I think that is count. What's counting is not. Fuck me! Oh, I've been really fuck. working hard to actually get fitter and, and get somewhere, and now I'm going right back to fucking square one again. I fucking hate life sometimes. Honestly. I know how tough shielding was, and we will not ask people to shield again again in the same way. Boris knows how tough shielding was, because Boris didn't manage to shield. Boris went round shaking every fucker's hand when the virus first started, got the fucker. He's a fucking bellend. I'm under no illusions about how difficult this will be for businesses which have already had to endure such hardship this year, and I'm truly, truly sorry uh, for that. He doesn't Act give it. a single solitary shit. This guy doesn't give a fuck he about He has literally borrowed billions, tens and tens of billions that we are all going to have to pay off. The time to act was so long ago. Like I keep saying, we're 28 weeks later now. The virus is out there. It's infected probably millions. Yes, furlough is there and furlough is helping some people who are entitled to it, but there are millions who aren't entitled to it, who can't afford to feed their kids. And more than ever, the poor people of this country are being ignored. They're being left to rot. The fact that that ever happened in the first place is a disgrace, but the fact that it's continuing to happen for so long, how can people be expected to survive this? This argument that, well, if, if it saves people's lives from COVID, then it's worth it, but the knock-on effect isn't being actually acknowledged here by Boris at all. He just says, I understand some people will lose jobs. That is, it's not as simple as that. What worries me is some of the things I've looked into, this is actually going to be potentially even worse now. And it doesn't seem like the government are really taking that into account. This was a graph that was was on Twitter made by a guy who basically... A stats guy. Yeah, he publishes government statistics, but he publishes them in his own graphs. And it does look a bit different to what they, we've just seen. And mm -hmm. I think that it's worth looking at because when your government spent 522 million on an eat out to help out scheme, and then all of a sudden later on, they're closing all bars and restaurants because it's not the right thing to do. Mm. They get things wrong. So they've been wrong before. I think it's important that we just look at stats and look at graphs. There's too many people out there who hate people, 
who just question the government. I'm not even right. saying that they are wrong about this. Just ask the question. But question the government. Right. This, to me, looks like a first wave, and the second wave, despite what the government are saying, it doesn't look the same. Mm-hmm. They're saying it, it's going to be twice as bad. Maybe it will be. But right now, the build-up does not look the same as the first wave to mm-hmm. me. I'm not a scientist. I might be fucking wrong. Make your own mind up. This graph shows the maximum and minimum deaths in the UK over the last five years. The white line is the minimum. Blue line is the maximum. And as you'll see, after the initial spike of COVID, we are now roughly in between those two lines. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, and I think the drop below explains some of the effects of lockdown, people not doing their normal things, potentially. I might be wrong. It's interesting to know that currently more people are not dying than in the past five years, realistically. It's not an unusual year for us to be having right now. And that makes me wonder, like, is COVID killing people who also would have been killed by other things had COVID not been there? That orange line might continue. It looks like it's rising a little bit. That might continue to rise. But how much? And Mm -hmm. does that justify destroying the economy and ignoring people in need? So this is an article that we've seen in the the Telegraph. All right, okay. And it just gives you some some reasons to wonder about this. 27 million people failed to get a GP appointment. Since March, yeah. GDP drop of minus 22%. One in 10 people with suicidal thoughts. Six million delayed cancer screenings. An estimated 200,000 deaths linked to the lockdown impact. Those numbers alone just raise questions of, you know, this is not something we should just be, all right then. You know what I mean? Lean into it. Should we be trusting the government to do what is actually right here? Six million delayed cancer screenings. That is the difference for many people between life and death. Mm -hmm. I've seen loads of accounts on Twitter where they've got stories about people's daughters and they missed the screening. By the time they got us screened, it was too late. She only had months to live. This is the sort of thing I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. It's fucking serious. And that ever so trusty test and trace system wasn't exactly great for a little while because apparently they were reporting more cases than we actually had due to the way that they were doing the tests. Basically, if someone tested positive on week one and then they test positive again on week two, they're counted as two separate people, yeah. which completely defeats the idea of working out how many people. Well, you're not tracking, mm. then are you? Yeah. You're just hitting you're just numbers. testing. You've nailed one bit, and <laughs> even then the you've fucked that up. It's the tracing and the tracking oh, that you need hell. to do now. It's comically That's bad. The, and there's the thing. This is the party that wanted fox hunting. Yeah. They should be great at tracking things. Basically, there was a group of scientists, doctors and all sorts of people who banded together in the Netherlands who have started a lawsuit against the government to say basically you're violating our human rights, etc. Because they disagree with what COVID is. I want to state that we do not have a medical pandemic or epidemic. We also state that COVID-19 should not be on list A for any longer because uh, we now know that it is a normal flu virus and the normal flu virus isn't on list A. So we are also um, starting a lawsuit Uh, to the state of the Netherlands. There's no reason for panic. Also in the medical practice, there's no reason for panic. The panic is created by these false positive PCR tests. 89% until 94% of those PCR tests are false positive. They don't test for the COVID-19 and also uh, the rest is false negative. So we have to look at clinics. Interesting. She's making a lot of points there. There's a lot to unpack. We can't agree or disagree. These people are scientists. As far as we know, we don't know who these people are anyway. Yeah. Yeah. mentioned the testing of COVID. One person who seems to agree with her is Cristiano Ronaldo. 
weirdly, right. the guy has tested positive for weeks on end. He put a post out basically calling the PCR test bullshit after his third positive. He deleted it, obviously on the advice of the club. I've read a lot about the false positives and that it isn't unusual, so maybe he's got a point. I've seen this video of a nurse from Wales uh, basically speaking out against the lockdown that's going on over there, and I've heard very similar things from other nurses, so I thought it was worth putting in. I'm really appalled saying I'm a nurse under this government. I'm really, really ashamed. I clapped. I clapped for myself, my fellow colleagues, because I'm proud of the job that we do, and they're all fantastic nurses where I work. Then as the weeks roll by, you think, hang on a minute, what am I clapping for? I'm not busy. I feel ashamed. Apart from the day-to-day -day norms and seasonal flus, it's just like any other shift. Really, it's an embarrassing association to say you're a nurse because of what the government is doing. It's just control, 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 and I'm sick of the lies, the lies. I mean, she's speaking from the heart. What I would be keen to avoid during a pandemic is anecdotal evidence when one person says, I haven't seen the virus. Mm. Because there are people. No, she, are she, I think she admitted in the, in the height of when we were all going through the first lockdown and the first wave rather. Yeah. She said it was bad then. Yeah. And, and I've heard similar stories of it was bad. And I've also heard people say the way people are talking now, it doesn't reflect actual reality in the hospitals. No. But we'll see. I'm literally getting information off of you guys when you guys tweet us and send us stuff. And like I say, I'm not saying she's right or wrong. No. I'm not saying the government are right or wrong. What we're not getting from the the media who are supposed to give us it is the full array of data, stories. And it's one thing. Be terrified of COVID. That is all you get. And I just want to see what else is out there. Balance that out. Yeah. Right. We've also been sent the graph of the Swedish deaths from COVID versus the England and Wales death from COVID. It's scaled because mm -hmm. obviously the population is different. Yeah. Despite the fact that Sweden did not do a lockdown, did not bother with masks generally, pretty much the same. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they're very different countries. We had a chat about this. Yeah. Like, Geographically laid yeah. out very differently, much different size and population. Yeah. So people are a bit more laid out but the broad point stands they did have a very similar cycle and no lockdown and, and the, the question on a lot of our minds is is the lockdown worth it or the mask worth it do they work is this working I'd like to think it is because fuck me it's costing a lot of fucking people's health mental health work money all of this but when you say that you go well fuck me if it's not and this has all been for nothing then why do it? This is a representative, a doctor from the World Health Organization, who, just to be clear, fucked it right up at the start. Right. And told people the wrong information. Basically said we didn't have a lot of worry about at times. And then right. they did a very big 180 on that. From what I, do you remember that? I, yeah. think they, I think there was one point where they basically said, this isn't working now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah. this guy makes some interesting points. And to be fair to the World Health Organization, they paid to give us advice on such a fucking matter. Right. We in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control of this virus. The only time we believe a lockdown is justified is to buy you time to reorganize, regroup, rebalance your resources, protect your health workers who are exhausted. Look what's happening to poverty levels. It seems that we may well have a doubling of world poverty. We may well have at least a doubling of child malnutrition because children are not getting meals at school and their parents in poor families 
are not able to afford it. How ironic is it that we spend 500 plus million on Eat Out to Help Out and yet Marcus Rashford's got to go begging to our politicians to give fucking children in need school yeah. meals. But apparently, according to the government, and this was an official Conservative minister said this, it's disorganised parents that are the problem. It's funny, because a lot of those disorganised parents, it seems to be that that man's insinuating would be poor people. Again, blame the poor because they're, they're the real problem. This guy's saying, and to be fair, he's supposed to be in the fucking know, a lockdown is the last resort. And it's used to reorganise yeah. as opposed to be the stop. It's all we've got in this country. Sounds scary, doesn't it? Says Martin. Hospitals in Greater Manchester running low on COVID-19 beds. But then you read on further, as if Sky News want to scare people. And apparently it's completely normal to have this number of ICU beds filled at this time of the year. This is another example of a story where it just feels like they're misreporting it to get you to feel a certain Clickbait in a way, yeah. yeah. I've got a few of these because I was just like, look, I, I accept that we are in danger or the country should be aware of this, but there's prick journalists out there who are just doing everything they can to terrify us. And I'm sick of that. You know what I mean? Just tell us the truth. Don't repackage it. Don't make us feel any more scared than we need to be. The people deserve the truth at this point. So apparently all of Britain are up for not having a Christmas. Yeah, that, um, what they must have done a big, that's a big survey. Well, it does say, Lawrence, that's if massive. you look at the title, yeah. Yeah. Britons believe Christmas gatherings should be sacrificed this year in the battle against uh, COVID. How so, many Britons? How many How many do you think that would be that they've surveyed? A lot, mate. Britons. At least 30 lot, million. A lot of people, yeah. Just over a thousand. What, in a 66 million person country? Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's all it. Britons. That's all of Britain. All right, then. Yeah. Well, they, they've estimated it. Uh, so yeah. it's like, trust Sky yeah, News. Absolutely. That's Sky but reporting. This is the shit you're reading when you're just like, these guys don't even want us to have a fucking Christmas and that's yeah. the way they're putting it, packaging it. Yeah. It's more scaremongering. And of course, if you're all for getting rid of Christmas, then you'd be all for the, the police smashing into family homes on Christmas absolutely. Day. Absolutely. Yeah, well, nothing says Christmas like a stranger getting into your house Absolutely. and making sure that the family are all safe. The police commissioner has said in an interview... Who's this? Like Commissioner Gordon. Again, police you know you will end our homes and break up Christmas dinners if families break lockdown <laughs> rules and there will be riots. Oh, oh what are you doing here? Where are you sharing bread sauce over there? Which house are you from? Which house are you from, mate? Pass over the pigs and blankets. Come on. Yeah. Give them up. We're going to have to confiscate these. Evidence. Those are bloody good. Yeah. 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 Have you got a Christmas pudding in here anywhere? He's basically saying they're going to kick fucking doors down, mate. It's stop yeah. people from mixing. Oh, like, you know. Are you though? No, but that's the, the point is that the fact that they think they can talk this way just shows we're living in Black Mirror. We're living in it now. It's not the police's job to stop people enjoying their Christmas. However, however, <laughs> however mm-hmm. we're living in a, in, in a time where a cop, I will say, however, at the end of that time, we are there to enforce the rules that the government makes. And that is my point now. I feel like we should be given guidelines. We're all grown ups now. And at the end of the day, we've been doing this for quite a while. Don't tell me who I can have and who I can't have in my house on Christmas Day, in my opinion. When it gets to a point where coppers think it's okay to kick your fucking door in because you've got, what, eight people around on Christmas. That's mental. Don't worry, though. We've got a vaccine. And it's going to be brought to you by Microsoft. Really? Well, it's Bill Gates. He owns them. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, ranging from severe chills to fevers. Are these vaccines safe? The FDA not being pressured will we've all seen believing bruce there's a lot of touching of the face immediately right there. yeah are these vaccines safe uh 
Well, <laughs> Bill Gates is a strange one, isn't he? I, I've heard a lot about Bill Gates. Oh, he, he does worry me, this guy. Yeah. The fact that he's the one. Look after my computer, bro. I mean, you can barely do that. To be fair, Microsoft, if anyone's going to look after viruses in the UK, I don't want it to be you. Because I remember having to buy all the fucking antivirus yeah. software Norton back in the day. Norton sorted us, right? Norton so If anyone's doing the viruses, it's bloody Norton, all so right? Shocked. It's not you, Microsoft. What I will say is, if they are going to do a vaccine, just test it on the politicians. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Boris, you can do it. If they survive... Problem solved. If they die, problem solved. Now, we all know that the most logic in England resides in Yorkshire, where the people are most outspoken. Yeah, and there's a lot of decisions being made for the elderly, and I think it's good to have a little old lady on to hear what they actually want. She's not even that small. She actually looks quite Bless powerful. Her. I think she'd... She could judo chop! She would raise an eyebrow at you if you sort of swore in front of her. Right. And oh, you'd be like, oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. I'm not saying that again. Yeah, yeah. I'm 83. I don't give a sod. I look at it this way. I've not got all that many years left of me and I'm not going to be fastened in a house when the government have got it all wrong. By the end of this year, there's going to be millions of people unemployed and you know who's going to pay for it? All the young ones. Not me, because I'm going to be dead. What a happy, bright outlook there from uh, the woman who should probably be the person delivering what Boris says. I mean... I'll be dead soon. (laughs) She's thinking about the youth and what we're going to have to end up paying for. And she's also thinking about the elderly, Mm -hmm. what they want to do. They want to spend time with their grandkids. I've actually got another old lady. Yeah, and this one's quite... It's really sad, this one, to be honest. I want my family to. This is my right. Please help. It's cutting me to bits. I must see my kids. It's get times getting on for me. I must see my children and make things like they used to be. Please help me. It's the practical implications, isn't it? Well, that, this uh, is the what they're not thinking about when they say it to people, this is their new normal. And it's like, if she wants to see her fucking kids and they want to see her, and they are willing to take the risk. I understand that, you know, the implications of the people, all, all of this, but like, we've had months to get this right now and he's failed and it's gone and it's been and the chance is gone. The, uh, the virus is out there now and it's spread like wildfire. The idea that this little old lady shouldn't be allowed to say, uh, it's just fucking awful. Mm. You know what I mean? Nicola Sturgeon. She's been doing a bit of a speech. I thought you might enjoy this. Okay. Well, this is us in October. We've all had a go at Boris. We've all had a go at me. We've argued with everybody. We're fucking back and forth. Who was bad? Who didn't have a mask? Honest to God, I wish I could fucking blame somebody. But we've got to blame the COVID. Do you think I'm no fucking upset about it? I was looking forward to getting on my wellies and going down to the caravan, getting a big carry-out, getting fucking steaming with the lassies and staggering home with a kebab. But no, we're still fighting the COVID. <laughs> I don't know. I really like Nicola Sturgeon. Get the fucking COVID. Congratulations, uh, politicians. You played yourself. It's been a bummer. Yeah, sorry it's about a bit that. Of a downer. Yeah. We have to cover this because in 10 years, if I didn't say anything... You regret I'd, it. Yeah, yeah, I'd feel shit. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you've enjoyed the episode in some way and feel like you got something out of it. We've explored different avenues. We've had a conversation. So anyway, hopefully you've enjoyed the video. Hit the like button, subscribe, and we'll be back soon on the True Jody YouTube channel.